0: Welcome. It's the modern Christian dudes podcast. What's up guys. My name's Jeremiah Johnson alongside almost forgot my name there for a second. <laughs> Greg Walden. Just it's kidding. It's That's bad. Jeremiah Johnson. Modern Christian dudes. <laughs> no, the reason I was rethinking really that is like I still revert every once in a while back to modern Christian dads and we're the modern Christian dudes. So every once in a while when I listen back to the episode, I catch myself saying modern Christian dudes, dads, dudes, dads, dads instead of dudes. But we're the modern Christian dudes. Talking news, sports, and God. Myself and Funko Pop Greg Walden. Here he is. How you doing, Funko Pop Greg Walden? Doing great. I'll get it right. That's what we're we're just normal guys. That's why you love the podcast. We're just normal dudes, just like you. We make mistakes, right? Funko Pop Greg Walden. Yep. All right. Well, we are back from a very epic trip. Myself, Funko Pop Greg Walden. We went all the way to Dallas Fort Worth once again to Christian Wrestling Federation. Shout out to Rob Vaughn, Christian Wrestling Federation. We got to take in a show there. Yeah, it was great. I, yeah. mean, I loved it. Yeah, it was a big time show. They called it Texas Tough or what was that called Texas Tough? Yes, yeah. pro wrestling. And it was kind of their big shows, maybe like their pay-per-view a WrestleMania, if you will, for Christian Wrestling Federation. So they had Nikita Koloff in there. They had some other, a few other big name, former pro wrestlers. They had a WCW guy there named Lodi. Uh, and a yeah. few other ones and then the cwf crew so it was really good
1: yeah my favorite was the wobbler
0: the wa- <laughs> yeah the I, wobble was there's awesome. a guy named wobble he was the entertainment act of the night and we i forget their names now the two there was a cowboy guy
1: yeah he was good cool. and
0: they had a great match i'm so sorry i don't remember their names they didn't have these cool epic names but there was some solid wrestling and we really really enjoyed it so shout out if you guys are looking for some good wholesome Pro wrestling. Go to christianwrestlingfederation.com. That's the website. You can search them on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and the, and you can watch that each and every week.
1: Yeah, and these guys do. I mean, they do the. A lot of these guys do the same stuff you see on WWE. I mean, they're doing the flying stuff off the off the ropes and flips and everything yeah. else, you know.
0: it's not 60 year old wrinkly men that <laughs> are trying to live the dream <laughs> yeah. right didn't so you hear any woo's? i didn't hear any woos you know yeah but. exactly <laughs> now they do have um who did they have that tim storm now he has fought you know, recently fought or wrestled in the nwa which is still a relevant organization in nwa power and he's actually a little bit older wrestler i think around 50 or so but he can still get her done but i'm just saying yeah. it's not <laughs> awkward right you're not saying like okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably should just go back to your job day job guys <laughs> they have some good wrestling there so once again we cannot hype enough um christian wrestling federation we do, did get a take in some in and out burger yep yeah, who likes in and out burger shout out to in and out burger yeah think get, we need one in joplin guys Come yeah on, it's up. been a little while since we had that i forget i love how cheap it is yeah i bought a a burger for my each boy, my twin boys, uh, and then I bought a meal and another shake, and I was like sixteen dollars. Yeah, like, I mean, wait a second, really, this is awesome. Yeah, and the food is a lot better. Yeah, the food is really good. So shout out to In and Out Burger. Shout out to Bucky's Gas Station. Yes, okay, that's every, another thing
1: we need in Joplin too.
0: Yeah, man, if you guys haven't rolled through Texas. That uh, is it, uh, it. I think they're branching out a little bit here and there right now. I think they have one in Louisiana yeah, potentially, they, or something they like they that. but
1: they've got one in Florida. They got one in. I think you got Georgia and Alabama. They're kind of around the southeast, but and they kind of get to Southwest Bucky's City.
0: Gas Station. If you're rolling through that area, you see a Bucky's Gas Station. Check it out. It really is huge. It's the Bucky's Beaver Nuggets. We got Mr. Yeah. Beaver Nugget, Funko Pop, Greg Walden, yeah, downhill yeah. Greg Walden, Beaver <laughs> Nugget.
1: <laughs> Greg Walden. Just
0: go on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> the Beaver Nuggets. that What else do you like? I really did like they have the shaved sliced brisket sandwiches, yeah, hot so and fresh those, ready that, to go.
1: Those brisket sandwiches are very juicy.
0: And those are five bucks, right? Yeah. It wasn't it five dollars and five dollars I and mean, eighty nine cents or something? But so delicious, very good. Recommend that. They have all kinds of candy and other yeah. stuff. They have the fresh pecans, cashews.
1: Yeah. I'm and I found my new favorite Bucky's treat, which is the Bucky's uh, barbecue cheese puffs, they like Cheetos. Oh, barbecue with, cheese puffs, yeah, they're like Cheetos, but they're not, they're not as hard as Cheetos are. They're kind of like in between Cheetos and cheese puffs. Yeah, but they're about the same size as a Cheeto, but they're barbecue flavored and they are. Oh, delicious yeah
0: so at bucky's you see some random interesting awkward people that are obsessed with bucky's add funko pop greg yes. Walden to the list here's this guy rolling out of the store with <laughs> <laughs> three two cases of <laughs> barbecue-, barbecue cheetos <laughs> and one case of <laughs> beaver nuggets and the lady everyone's kind of like uh <laughs> yeah they well, had to send the guy to the back to the warehouse to go pull up out, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so if you if you ever are at Bucky's and then you see some random guy walking out with like cases of food, that'd be Funko Pop Greg Walton. Yeah, say hi when you when pass you by there. <laughs> All right, probably the only I think shout out you know so shout out to Bucky's, shout out to Christian Wrestling Federation, shout out to In and Out Burger, shout out to Dallas, Texas. Yes, um, and then I think the only people we want to throw out, throw under the bus um, on that trip is potentially Oklahoma. Oklahoma. not not in general, but like Oklahoma driving through there. Yeah. However we drive through there is very uneventful. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> kind of, and I looked at our audience. We do have people that listen from Oklahoma City, Jenks, Ponca City, Broken Arrow, Claremore, Norman and Newkirk. I don't think we drove through any of those towns. No. So. But we love you guys. In Oklahoma, no. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, awesome for that. And anything else from our trip? Greg Walden there. We just had a great time together.
1: Yeah. And the church service is great. And Notice that there's a lot of the churches in Dallas here are like humongous.
0: Yeah, ever every, it is true. They say everything is bigger in Texas. Very true. Yeah. Uh, but we had a good time. And yeah, we have people that live in, listen in Texas, Dallas. Yeah, we have some Dallas listeners. Burnett, Whitney, Houston, Austin, Mesquite, Round Rock, Garland, Taylor, Van Askelein, Weatherfood, San Antonio, Springtown, days. Leander, Big Spring, El Paso, Irving, Hubbard, Arlington, Montgomery, Lubbock, Plano, Grand Prairie, Keller, Plainview, Justin, Rockwall, hey, right there. Denison, College Station, and Belton. So there we go. We've oh, had Belton, some Texans yeah. listen to the show. We've got some modern Christian dudes there in Texans. Shout out to yeah. all of you guys. All right, let's dive into it. News dudes talking news, sports and God. We talked about CWF. Uh-oh, let's dive right into it. A hot topic of the day. In the NFL, Aaron Rodgers, a little unhappy there in Green Bay. He wants out. Yeah, he's not I guess he's not a happy camper. <laughs> you know, here here's what uh, my take, my professional take on this. What I find very interesting is LeBron James, so I'm a King James fan, he was the person who really started this whole player empowerment movement, right? I mean he he's kind of the the person that started this player empowerment. That is players get to choose what they want to do, right? Yeah. So LeBron was the guy who really in my opinion and i think a lot of sports analysts and historians and professional broadcasters would agree that lebron is the guy who started player empowerment Uh, that is like i get to choose where we want and so it's different from the nba because there's guaranteed contracts and the players have more leverage in terms of the um the union the the players union and the owners and how that spread all works and things like that the NFL players have a lot less power because non-guaranteed contracts and et cetera, et cetera. But I think we're starting to see this sprinkling in because we've had already this offseason, Russell Wilson talked about he wanted to get traded. Who else? Um, so we've had uh, Tom Brady, you know, he didn't get traded, but Tom Brady, that was a power, uh, power play yeah. and that like, I'm not re-signing with you. So we're seeing this swell of player empowerment in these players trying to get their way. Yeah, and and your advice to Aaron Rodgers is uh, uh, <laughs> well. You you said who was it uh, well, beforehand? Terry, was Terry, Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw?
1: Terry Bradshaw basically said uh, called him weak. He goes, he goes. Uh, you know, when he was in Pittsburgh, they in Pittsburgh drafted two quarterbacks. One of the number one draft too. I mean, picked the first draft. They picked the quarterback. He says he didn't worry about it. He says focus on what he was doing, and he you know, it didn't bother him one bit. He didn't pay no line to it. He's Kept yeah, going as that's how he is.
0: Okay. I'm going to stand on the side of Aaron Rodgers for just a second. Uh, I do think sounds like from reports and things that I hear, he is a little bit of a diva, some drama here and there, but I understand the token of you are an all time great quarterback. I think we can say that now where he would land. He's probably top 25 all time quarterback. Yeah, I think that's probably in that, that ballpark, you know, I wouldn't put him in the top five probably not the top 10, maybe top 15, but you know, he's, he's up there. So what has happened is in his career is they really have not surrounded him with a lot of great talent. And so I think that was his frustration. I think he was kind of like, Hey, I have a few good years left here. Uh, And he just won the MVP. Right. And so I got a few good years left here. He's 36, I think going on 37, put some people around me. So in last year they had a need in wide receiver. And instead of drafting a first round draft pick, with a wide receiver what did they do they draft a quarterback quarterback jordan love uh utah state university so anyway i can see some frustration there i can see how you're kind of like hey you know i still have a few years left why don't we go all in and try and win a super bowl so
1: yeah and you know you know there's a lot of things you don't have control of. i mean as a player you know you you know and then you know, it's like anywhere you work you know i, I work but there's there's executives above me who make decisions. Do I agree with them? everything they do? No, but it's out of your hands. You know, yeah. You have to you have to deal with the, what's what's huh? going <laughs> on.
0: You work for Joe Biden. You work for the government. <laughs> <Yeah>. How dare <laughs> everybody listening to the show Funko Pop Greg Walden works for Joe Biden. <laughs> well, I work for Trump. I work for Trump, and I work for for Trump, and I work for Biden. So, yeah. yeah. You're an interesting man. Funko pop. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, or you could just do what I do. I'm the pastor of the church and I just control everything. I'm a massive <laughs> dictator. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really how it goes. Okay. Hey, this is a really cool. It, today is May 4th. We're recording on the show May 4th, which is May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Are you a Star Wars fan? You're a Star Wars guy, right? Yep. yep. I Absolutely. I'm, not, I'm still think my all time. What is your all time favorite movie series? Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, there you go. We're talking to a pro. I still lean towards Lord of the Rings is my all time favorite, but love the Star Wars. Pretty much. I would say Lord of the Rings. Number one. Number two. Any Marvel related movie. Number three. I'd put Star Wars up there. So, okay, I found a "May the Fourth Be With You," the definitive ranking of all eleven Star Wars movies. So, I'm going to go through these, Funko Bob Gregwald, well, then you just give me your hot take because you know you're a little more dialed in than I am, and I will give my take here and there. So, they had number eleven, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, 1999. I can't believe last that's, place.
1: That's not, That's not the last place. I'm. Is that
0: the last place? Did you like that one?
1: I. I it's. It was good. But it was. I. He had my favorite Star Wars character. Qui Qui-Gon, Gon Qui-Gon Jin is my favorite okay. Star Wars character. Of well, that's time.
0: when they re, they came out with it again for the second yeah. cycle, right? So you yeah. had the first three movies, then it was this was the first of the prequels, yeah. second round, and there was a lot of mixed feelings about that excitement, yeah. but mixed feelings nonetheless. Yeah,
1: the worst, the worst Star Wars movie should be Episode Eight.
0: Okay, Episode Eight. Yeah. All right, number ten is Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. So they're they're attacking this. I would say came out quick, three years later.
1: Yeah, I would say that's where it's supposed to be.
0: Okay. Is that the one that had Jar Jar Binks? Or I know a lot of no. people didn't well, like Jar Jar Binks.
1: Jar Jar Binks was in, all, was in episode uh, one, two, and three. Okay. But he was more prominent. It seemed like he was really big in episode one. Then in episode two, they gave him a little bit less screen time. In episode three, <laughs> they very, 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 very
0: little. Okay. Time. They put number nine, Star Wars, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. So the, <laughs> they're putting these three movies in the, the back of the yeah. barrel here.
1: Nah, that's... I actually think episode three should be about number four.
0: Okay, well, so it's up there for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a really. I mean, it, it, a lot of action. I mean, the story. You see the, the, you know, Anakin's, you know, demise into Darth Vader. Really, really going.
0: You know? Oh yeah, is that where he kind of go falls in the lava at the very end yeah. and yes, the the turn begins. Yeah, I did like that one. Now that we talk about that, so number eight, they have Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I liked. Now these are the last. Three, uh, w- how do we say that prequel or the
1: the Rogue One is kind of like the, uh, well they they're actually saying that, that Rogue One uh, solo uh, hand Solo stor- story uh, and there's no they're actually calling the the hidden uh, the hidden uh, trilogies because these okay. these happen between the prequels and the original uh, trilogy.
0: I see. Okay, number seven, Star Wars: Rise of Starwalker 2019. What do you think of that one?
1: That was, mm, I, I that wasn't. I mean, I liked it, but I, I think they really having Palpatine, you know doing the uh, well. If you have, if you already seen the movie, or if you haven't seen the movie yet, get spoilers. And then bringing back Palpatine the way they did, I think it was kind of
0: cheesy. Okay, number six, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Is that the one just based off of Han Solo? Yeah. yeah I didn't Solo. like that one.
1: Yeah, man, they had actually Darth Maul as a head of the uh, Crimson Dawn.
0: Okay, number five, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, 2017.
1: That should be number, that should be the last one. I don't know who, so whoever put that no, number that's five. Number,
0: you think that should be? That should be number 11. 11. That, yeah, should that should be, be number 11, number 11. okay. And why do you say that? It was horrible. Okay.
1: <laughs> it, it, it's... I mean it. Well, right. Well, they, they the scenes. They, they just, it was like scene, 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 scene. But there was just really, it, just, it didn't really jive with me too well.
0: Okay, number four, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, nineteen eighty-three. That should be number two. Number two is that a yeah. uh, Return of the Jedi? That's the third yeah, of the we, first three. Yeah. Does it have the Ewoks in it? Yeah. That's that's my favorite. I mean, I, I love the Ewoks. I love the jungle. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't a big fan of the Ewoks, but still, I think that that should be number two. You like
0: Bucky uh, from, you know, Bucky's gas station. How could you not like Ewoks if you like Bucky?
1: <laughs> Ewoks Ewoks doesn't have candy and stuff, man. All right, number three, Star
0: Wars, The Force Awakens 2015. That's our number three. Uh,
1: I don't know. I, that, that was, I mean, it was not a bad movie, but I wouldn't put it number three.
0: Okay, number two, Star Wars. The first one,
1: 1977. Woo! Yeah. I, two
0: years before I was born.
1: That should be number one.
0: That should be number one? And why do you put that?
1: Because that was, I mean, that's... The original? Who? Okay, I went to eight field trips in third grade to go watch that movie. Okay. And,
0: <laughs> then, and that was a big deal. You know, that was when, obviously, movies are in... I mean, th- this movie at the that, I mean, that's when it was life changing, and you know, now we have yeah. all the graphics with CG, green screen, blue screen. Yeah, but this was th- this historic was, yeah. in the making of the movies and the graphics and all well, that. Kind they didn't of stuff. anticipate this movie special that big.
1: They didn't think it was going to be that big, but it hit the hit the theaters, man. It was just yeah.
0: Boom. Now this was before I was born, and you're I mean, a few years older than me, not a lot, but. But you remember it?
1: Yeah, I was in third grade and it was in Guam. Like that okay, was the Air Force is it was this
0: one? Did it did it carry steam or did it pick up steam? Is what I'm trying to say. Because you said they didn't think it was going to be a big movie. Did well, it uh, explode right away? Or they
1: when they when they because I watched some of the documentaries and stuff, and you know they they didn't think it was going to be you know of course. Again, you realize that time they didn't really have any big space dramas. I mean, there was no big like huge space drama type things. Star
0: Trek. So, I mean, right. Well, Star right, Trek, but, but
1: Star Trek, you know, had they had the, the uh, only last like three seasons, and they canceled it, and and it kind of and then that kind of genre kind of kind of whizzed out. Mm-hmm. So, so they were like, didn't know how people were going to take a big kind of space honestly like movie yeah and then star wars came out and blew up if it wasn't for star wars we would never got star trek movies because star trek movies got big because of Star Be, wars. you're right yeah and then exactly. disney got into it with a black hole which was like eh. yeah but
0: so that's 40 how many years ago is that 43 now 44 that's years on. ago oh uh, let's say actually 77 40 43 43 three, i mean 44 years and ago. i think what's amazing now is like like Star Wars is as long is going to last until Jesus returns. You know, I mean, like think of the generations now, the multiple generations yeah. of fans. Well, Disney,
1: Disney, now that Disney's bought it. They're going to milk that franchise for every dime they can get. Yeah. Out.
0: What? And it'll be interesting. Do they have another movie planned right now? Because they just finished up their they, well, they got current the, trilogy.
1: Well, there, there are, there is talk about making another trilogy that happens before the prequels.
0: No, oh, I don't like that. So that's, I that? don't like when they keep going back, 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 go forward. Right you know it's kind of like that's my beef with marvel movies is like spider-man they keep like re <laughs> yeah. redoing yeah spider-man got spit by spider i don't need another movie about that <laughs> but this batman's scared of bats <laughs> <man. laughs> yeah batman's scared of bats i already know that like let's there's so many that's what i always get frustrated by there's so many comic books and storylines in the comic books why don't we just do movies right off of that well you know a lot of yeah. times
1: i think hollywood's ran out of a lot of fresh ideas so they just go reboot stuff
0: yeah so and number one was the empire strikes back
1: that was a good movie i liked that one see i would say the the it would be star wars return of the Jedi, and empire strikes back one two and three okay the original trilogy trilogy you really can't is, you can't you can't beat that
0: yeah and and even though that was just just a hair before my time i still agree with that the trilogy is is the best yes so and you know again we'll see i kind of like where they did some of the one-offs uh there recently what was the one where they went and they all died in the end of that one
1: oh that was a rogue one where they where they still that they, they, they were on that one planet they yeah they're on the planet and they, they destroyed it the, they destroyed they they got still the, the steal the death star plans yeah and they being that's rogue one yeah
0: yeah did you like that one yeah that was good See, I that was cool where like all the heroes get <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying die at the end like and so one-offs <laughs> like that i do like all the series i do like some of the mandalorian and I think that's going to become very popular yeah. with streaming, things like that, where they do Mandalorian and do a lot of these series yeah, are going I, to be just as popular. They're as They're
1: doing movies. Kenobi. They're filming Kenobi now. And that's supposed okay. to come out next year. I'm really stoked.
0: And that's what they could do. You know, now that I'm thinking about that, because I was so depressed that um, we're spending a lot of time on May the 4th be with you here at Star Wars, but it's yeah. good. That's kind of like uh, Lord of the Rings. That's what they need to do now. These little spinoff side shows that go deeper into...
1: Telling this kind of the
0: stories some, and things maybe like some that.
1: Some plot areas where they kind of need to fill in the gap or yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, may the fourth be with you guys. May Jesus be with you. Most importantly, yes. okay. <laughs> Let us know what you think about the whole uh, Star Wars. Who's your number one, two, three, etc. Okay, so we talked about this other day. Funko Pop, Greg Walton, Doji Coin. We called it Dog Coin the other day, but uh, <laughs> I looked. I watched some videos. Doji Coin price surges above fifty cents following a recent slump. The joke cryptocurrency Dogecoin appears to be making its investors real money. The price of Dogecoin surged above 50 cents Tuesday following a slump last week during which its value was cut in half. As of Tuesday morning, Dogecoin's price topped 57 cents according to crypto market data site Coin Gecko, Uh, last week the price of Dogecoin and other cryptocurrencies plunged as President Joe Biden, the guy you work for, uh, might I add, was expected to unveil a plan to raise taxes on the wealthiest Americans that would nearly double levies on investment gains. Uh Uh-oh. Dogecoin had been created as a joke poking fun at the rise of digital currency, but its price has climbed since the start of the year as more investors embrace cryptocurrencies like Bitcoins and uh, Ether, which is the currency of Ethereum. All right, so there you go, Doji Coin. You got any? No, I don't, are we gonna get some? No, I
1: don't. Uh, I, don't,
0: I, don't, I, don't I don't. Crypto know. I think it's a thing, man. I think cryptocurrency is the thing. Not maybe not Doji Coin, but
1: but you mean that. Can you go to Walmart and spend it?
0: Uh, well, you can spend it, can't you? No. Or Most, well, some, uh, sell it. You now, can sell some, it.
1: Now some places actually do take Bitcoin. That uh, there are some like online places or something that yeah, will take Bitcoin, but there's not. I mean, they're not. You know, far. You know. Yeah. Not well received in the in the uh, market though
0: okay i think it's gonna get there though so that's that's my pick okay uh another one coming at you here funko pop greg walden you're a truck guy right oh yeah well bad news well for good news for you you have your truck you're pretty committed to that for the foreseeable future right yeah yep. all right but if you are buying a new truck there's some bad news for you thousands of big new pickups aren't going to customers here's why as kentucky derby fans traveled along i-70 and from churchill downs over the weekend have you driven by that before no, no, I've, I've I've driven by Churchill Downs, I seventy Kentucky.
1: Well, um, I've, I've been I've been to buy that area.
0: Okay, it would have been hard not to notice while driving through Sparta the thousands of Super Duty pickup trucks parked in rows. This illustrates illustrates the multi billion dollar impact of the ongoing global semiconductor shortage on the auto industry specifically, specifically, excuse me, a Ford motor company, super duty trucks built at the nearby Kentucky truck plant in Louisville. Here's a story is so they're missing all of these computer chips. So now there's thousands and thousands of new trucks just sitting there.
1: Yeah. Cause they can't,
0: go. they can't get the chip. They can't finish the project. They don't have the chip. Oh my. That, so
1: yeah, that's one of the downsides of having computer controlled, anything. Yeah,
0: they talk about COVID. That's a big part of the COVID thing. So far, the lost lost vehicle production this year has been projected to be Ford, 362,663 fewer vehicles, General Motors, 326,651 fewer vehicles, Nissan Mitsubishi, 284,948, Volkswagen, 207,521, Toyota, 113,555, and Honda, 82,482 so that's going to impact the market significantly yeah
1: well well the, the semiconductor shortage is going to affect any type of vehicle because they all every computer, every car is computer controlled yeah so you know, yours is computer controlled mine's computer controlled wow when that computer goes out your car is dead
0: what a world we live in here yeah. and corona uh, <laughs> corona 19 how it's affecting everything i think it's all a setup it's all a setup
1: yeah <laughs> well, i had an 84 cougar i mean it was a long time ago it had a computer and it, it went out cars dead well not even back then as
0: <laughs> that's the thing now this is uh, i conspiracy theory which i think is not even conspiracy theory anymore but it's kind of like with these cars not only the computer chip but we, when it comes to repairs like i was talking to someone the other day that they had to repair uh, a very minimal part, I think it was $30, but it, like they had to strip off all this stuff just yeah. to, to do it. And fortunately they had a dad who was a mechanic and had all the tools and stuff like that. But is it is it not true that cars are designed so that we cannot fix them ourselves? I, I
1: agree, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like my truck is a 2012 F-150. The, just to put the spark plugs in, you gotta take a, basically the top half of the engine off. And it's like a three hour job.
0: Right, and if, it's like, if yeah. you're a mechanic, message us and tell us if that's really true or not.
1: <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm nervous about digging into that stuff because there's so many parts you take off and you, you got to remember where everything goes. Yeah. And like I'm like, I don't want to take a chance of screwing it up. So I, you end up taking it to the, mecha- the mechanic and they charge you out the, out the wazoo to
0: fix yep. it. My wife's always mad at me about that stuff. Like if we ever have car repairs, like why can't you fix it? And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm... <laughs> so, but that's just the way it is. You know, the name of the game with a lot of this repair stuff and, I mean, man, if I was just living, if I guess if I relived my life over with, I should have uh went to construction school, uh, HVAC school, electrician school, <laughs> mechanic school <laughs> yeah. for all the stuff that we have in life. You know, when we have those repairs and they end up yeah. being, very, and you're at their mercy, right? I mean, yeah. when you we got to get your car fixed, you got to get your car fixed. Yeah. When you have to get your house fixed, you have to get your house fixed. When you have to get the furnace fixed <laughs> yeah, here, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you have water issues like you know it's pouring out rain all day here in south of missouri hey you're at the mercy of those guys so
1: oh yeah you're gonna pay
0: yeah so may- maybe we picked the wrong industry to be in i don't know oh, I, can I know in terms of money i definitely did from being a pastor that was the bad choice of just strictly financial
1: I mean, my dude, I mean I, I've been an IT guy.
0: for. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love my job. And we love doing the podcast here uh, for the modern Christian dudes. All right. Let's have some spiritual talk as we wrap it up here today. Funko pop. And we are going to release the world premiere of the hit track. Funko pop Greg Walden. It is done. It is. We've been jamming out to it. I just uh, I'm tearing apart my office right now so I can grab the track from my other computer. So Cool. All right, so um, I was thinking about this last weekend in being in Dallas, Fort Worth, in Texas, and we went to this event, Texas Tough, with Christian Wrestling Federation, and I was just so impressed by the event in terms of when we went there. Rob Vaughn, they had, you know, they all had on matching shirts. They had the venue look good. Yeah, Uh, everyone was dressed nice. You could tell that they were. You know what i'm saying you can tell everyone had roles you could tell that they were there to do a good job and so anyway i i wasn't by any means disappointed in the event but i know i talked to rob vaughn and i think he wanted a little bit higher attendance maybe than what was there and it's not like it was a poor crowd but you know i think he wanted a little bit more attendance so i could see. And an ever so slight disappointment, if he's listening, I'm not, you know, if he's not like, oh, geez, I hope he's, he's throwing me under the bus here. No intention at all. But anyway, because I'm kind of sharing a personal story, I guess I didn't ask him. But <laughs> anyway, I, I, you know, I think he was kind of like he wanted maybe a little bit bigger crowd there. And I know I've been there before. I've been as a pastor, you know, some Sundays, you know, you come to church, you're ready to go, you're ready to preach a sermon that you've thought about all week. You're, and you just wish every single Sunday, it was just a totally packed house. You know, you wish, uh, you know, I've done events back in Ogden. I remember one time we did, we did an event that I wanted to do for such a long time called family fest. And we did it downtown and we had like inflatables and food and we had bands and, you know, I just wanted all these people to come. And I remember the day we did that, it was out in outdoor amphitheater, Ogden amphitheater downtown. And when we did it, like it rained the whole day. Oh poured rain. It just ruined the whole event. You know, we still did it. You know, we pushed through, like, you know, and I've just had those events. You know, I, you don't always hit a home run is what I'm trying to say. Sometimes you hit a single, sometimes you hit a, uh, using a baseball analogy, a double home run, grand slam. Sometimes you strike out. Yeah. Sometimes you're over for, 4. you know, life is a series of where it, it is not always going our way. It's not, you know, not every moment is amazing in life. You know, not every day. We don't get to the end of every day and we're like, oh, this was the best day ever. You know, <laughs> yeah. we don't get to the end of every podcast and say that every podcast we do gets better and better and better. You know, this is not how it is, right?
1: No, it's, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of variables in life, you know, it's things that you can't control. And there's a lot of things that happen that you cannot control. And yeah. you, you could put, you could put every effort perfectly into something. And you can still it can still drop on you. Yep. And he's like, you know, so and that's just one of those things. But the thing is, you persevere and, and keep going through it. You know, God, if God's calling you to do something, you keep doing it, and then leave, leave, you know, you know, just strive to do your best for God, regardless of maybe if only two people show up or a hundred people show up. Did you reach? The main thing is, did did you reach somebody? Yeah. Because I mean, if if I put if I was organizing a huge event and I only reached one person, it'd been worth it because that's one life that was changed.
0: Amen. Well, here's what I'm trying to get at is there's a couple things that I believe that I've learned in life. If I could really, really boil it down, because the other thing is, you know, life, success. And it's kind of interesting. We went to Dallas, you know, and we went to a church that was a, a big church and bigger church than the church that I pastor. So, you know, I can, if I'm not careful, I could walk into something like it and say, well, maybe I'm not a successful. Maybe I'm not as, as good of a pastor as this pastor. Maybe you're right. You can begin to let all these thoughts fill your mind. And so what I've reduced or not reduced or boiled my life and spiritual life down is to a couple things. And, and I shared this with Rob Vaughn via a message the other day, and just to encourage him and thank him for doing event is uh, if I could boil it down to your spiritual life and the things that you're doing for God and your life of service is number one is to chase. I call it chasing obedience and then to do everything that you're doing for the Lord with excellence. So obey God and do it with excellence. That's, that's all I can say. You know, that's, I, that's all I can tell myself. That's all I can tell, you know, other people around me is you should strive every day to obey God yeah, and, and like, obey what he's calling you to do.
1: And like, you going to like last, last, the Vinny had, uh, this one last weekend, we had that one guy that that was pretty prominent wrestler. Well, he's probably gonna go off and tell his buddies, "Hey, mm-hmm. check this, check this guy out here. Check this, check this uh, CWF out." And you know, that you know gives him more exposure, gives him more visibility. You know, you know, and, and God could take that off. You know, even bigger than any, you know, before. You know, it, you know.
0: Yeah. So you know, the goal is whatever you're doing in life, or the position, or the place that God has put you you know obey god your your goal is to obey what god is you know obviously his principles of right. his word and the spiritual principles that come from the bible but what god god is speaking to you and calling you to do. obey chase chase obedience and obey god so if god you know, if God said to Rob Vaughn, hey, I want you to do this Texas tough event, I give you the idea, the vision, the dream, and you put it all together, then obey God. God yes. put that in your heart, you should do that. And you should chase after that and do it the best that you can do it, yes. obey God. So the, the goal is never the outcome, the goal is obedience. That's what I'm beginning at. Yes. The goal is not the, the outcome or the results of your obedience, it's obedience. Yeah, because sometimes God's going to call us to do things or obey him to do things that don't necessarily have a big payoff
1: right well like we when we do something for god we leave the outcome and all that to god and we just do the obe- obeying like like when we plant a seed in somebody's life when we witness to somebody you know my job isn't to save that person my job is to share the gospel with them yep. plant that seed there you go and give it to god and let god do the rest
0: yeah i mean if i didn't I'm putting it in my world for just a second. If I would have said, uh, oh, God said, okay, I want you to go to Carthage, Missouri and be a pastor there. Well, I didn't say, well, okay, Lord, before I do that, let's talk about how big is the church going to be and how successful will I be? And yeah. all the, I didn't say that. I just said, okay, Lord, you put this in my heart. Now I'm going to obey. Right. And that's, that's, again, that is the goal not to say, okay, I'll obey if I know that These results are going to come.
1: Well, God wants us to obey unconditionally, not conditionally.
0: Amen. Here you go. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. So so I encourage you, modern Christian dudes, obey God, chase obedience, ask God what he's wanting you to do. Be willing to step out in faith. And again, not with the, because some people, again, or I shouldn't say some people, sometimes I, myself included, will chase obedience if it's you Know heads towards what I potentially see as a result that I want, and then the second thing I always tag with that is whatever you do, which is in the Bible. So, number one, let me get a Bible verse here uh, Deuteronomy 21. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today, the Lord your God will s- set you high above all the nations of the earth. So, listen, God will bless your obedience, God will. Provide God will when you obey God will do it, and I know that's a lesson that I've learned here at pastoring this church. You know, this last church we've stepped out to do ministry, we've stepped out to do things with our building, and God, we've bought buses, and God has provided for all of those things because those are things that we felt like the Lord wanted us to obey Him in. Right, and so there's always provision in obedience uh, in of the Lord.
1: And I think a lot of times if you're you're, you're struggling with something and you wonder if it's, if it's God telling you to do it, do it, and if it's a lot of times if it's taking you out of your comfort zone or, you know, you're getting out of an area where you're comfortable, that, that could be a good indication God's telling you to do, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of times God tells you to do things that, that make you stretch, that stretches you, that says, okay, you know, that way you know it's him doing it, not you. Yep.
0: And then whatever you do, do it with excellence. That's yeah. the, the the tag into it. And that's where I'm giving a shout-out to Rob on CWF, that event that they put on. You know they did it with excellence. I could yes. see in the posters, I could see in their T-shirts, I could see in their service that they did it with excellence. Yeah, it was a,
1: it was an excellent event. I really really loved it. I and mean, uh, to me, it was it was better than the one we went to last year. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was it, and that that was a good last year. But they it seemed like it's improved. Yeah. Just from a few months, I, I seen it last year and then and then last weekend. It was. I mean, it, they they've really. Stepped it up.
0: Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And so we really have to take that perspective in. So, you know, we're joking here in this episode that you work for Joe Biden, but you're working for Jesus, you yes. know, you're not working for the government, you're working for Jesus. And so you're taking that attitude and, and it can be very difficult because some of us at times have had to work jobs or are currently working jobs that don't feel significant or we don't feel like we're in the place that we want to be at this moment, but I guarantee you, if you will obey God and if you will bring excellence into your workplace and in the position and the place that God has put you, there will be blessing there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I still, you know, again, I'm in little, uh, pastor, Jeremiah pastor's world. I always go back to a guy that was a mentor of mine. His name was Jim Ayers and he pastored small churches and uh, when he retired, he was pastoring a large church, what would be considered a large church. Uh, but he was always very encouraging because he would just said, "Hey, even when I wasn't pastoring a large church, I never took that perspective in in my life." He's like, uh, you know, he said even when he pastored small churches, he's like, "We might we might be a small church, but we don't have to act like one." And what is it? What did he mean by that? He meant like we're still going to operate with excellence. Yes, we're going to still. You know, do things well. We're going to do things to the best of our ability. And so I give that encouragement to pastors, to leaders, to churches, um, because we could, you know, I mean, you could, it's all relative. People could walk into our church and we have a bigger building than a lot of other churches, but we don't have as big a building. You know what I'm saying? Like some people could walk in our church and be, oh, we'll never have that or do that or look like that. And I could have walked into that church. We we're in Dallas, Texas and be like, oh man, this church is bigger than ours. We'll never be this good. I guess I'll just give up and Well the numbers hide under game, a you know,
1: rock the, or Of course the numbers game, you know, obviously it can be a trap in itself. I mean, you know, you could you know it's my, my opinion that a church's success is based on how many people in a church are actually, actually have a ministry being doing you know, beating, obeying God, having a ministry, actively reaching lost versus you know, having five hundred people who just come on a Sunday morning and they go home and that's all they do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's not our, you know, our goal isn't to debate or put anyone under the bus. It's to say, hey, today, here's what we're saying, guys. Modern Christian dudes, chase obedience, obey God, yes. do what he's called you to do, you know. And this year in 2021, if he's called you to take steps of faith, step out and do that and then do it with excellence. Do it as unto the Lord. Do it with everything that you have and God will bless that. So, I mean, we talk about our podcast, you know, we we love to do it. and We have fun doing it, but it's something that we I, I felt one step out and do it. And so here we are, we can, uh, we know we're not the Joe Rogan yet of podcasting, but we look and we see, you know, just a second ago, when I pulled those up, we see the different towns and places that people have listened to, you know, someone at some point listened in Lubbock, Texas. And yeah. so hopefully they were encouraged and yes. they grabbed hold of something and they really enjoyed that, you know? So we just, just be obedient, just do what God has called you to be and do what God has called you to do. And he'll bring blessing into your life. So yes. Amen. Final thoughts, Funko Pop Greg Walden.
1: Oh, obeying God is awesome. I mean, and in, in, you know, a lot of times, like, you know, in the real world, it's a lot of times it's not easy to. Because, again, like, like, you know, like I said, a lot of times when God calls you to do something, it's going to take you out of the comfort zone. And, and, you're, and, of course, the enemy is going to start coming in and saying, well, you you you're going to be battling. But obeying God is so far superior than not obeying God. Mm hmm. I mean, even in a lot of times a bank, God's going to take you, you're going to have a lot of people around you, naysayers, and people who, you know, you might, I mean, sometimes you could lose friends or you could get yeah. over it. So it's not, sometimes, you know, it's, I mean, it's not candy land all the time. Yeah. Sometimes God calls you to do something that's really, you know,
0: really. Like, <laughs> I mean, when
1: I, when I got this job at the IRS, I mean, I had to leave to go to Utah and that wasn't, and I had, you know, people in my family like, well, well you know, they were like not too, kosher about it but, mm-hmm. I, but I know in but looking back that that's where god put me mm-hmm. as i make connections got you know uh, doors are opened that, that that really grew me spiritually yeah if i had not done it
0: yep amen well guys maybe you should take the rest of the day off and uh or you know, by the time you listen to this. So. May the 4th will potentially be gone. So, but, you know, take the day off, watch all 11 movies of Star Wars and see what you think is the best.
1: Get some Rooster Boosters of QT. You'll need it to watch Yeah, them QT,
0: Rooster Booster. <laughs> I had one of those too. Shout out to QT, the Rooster yeah. Booster. We're the Modern Christian Dudes. Dudes talking news, sports and God. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time.